y'all this your girl Nikondra. it's talk about it thursday and we about to get into it i hope your thursday has been excellent and that you're ready to wind out and get into the word tonight okay let's bow our heads and pray before we get to chit chatting dear heavenly father thank you for today thank you for your life your sacrifice and your covering and protecting god i thank you for waking us up today god and blowing life into us giving us another opportunity to serve you god thank you for the gathering around this message father god for we know that as long as two or more are standing in agreement that you are with us god and i thank you for your presence tonight it is in Jesus' name that we pray amen so what's up what's been going on let me tell you about me i was not here last week because i took a break from social media and let me tell you something i'm sure you knew this already but you don't really grasp the reality of how addicting social media is until you take a break from it like literally my first couple days from being off i would like pop on to facebook and like look at the app and be about to scroll until i'm like oh wait am i supposed to be on here like i literally did that probably like five times in a row one day <laughs> like it was bad like i had to turn my phone from suggesting facebook to me um, so that it wouldn't pop up on my front screen, ignore notifications. You were trying to because you don't have the business. And so I got to look to make sure anybody asking me questions about the business. But outside of that, it was like definitely interesting to keep away from it. And also very good to see how addicting it really is because it's like making me be more conscious about when I am on there and what I'm doing, like I still notice, like the day after I got back on, I was still scrolling, 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 and not going and doing what I was supposed to be doing on there. Um, so we might, I might do this, um, take a break from social media more often just because it, um, it has too much, it takes too much of my time, like there's too much of my time that I'm just like. Boom, 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 boom. Like it needs to be literally used as a networking business tool. That's it. Not for entertainment because the entertainment piece is what gets your girl caught up and missing moments out of my day because of social media. So that's that. So that's where I've been at. Um, A break from social media and um, just spend more time focusing on hearing god more clearly and so that was great definitely went through some withdrawals and some challenges but overall it was a good experience and i am going to do it more often all right friends so let's talk about what in the world has been going on let's let's get into it because there's something i really need certain people to hear it is stop calling stop calling my dad the universe stop calling my dad the universe God is not the universe. He is not one of his creations. If that's like you saying, "Oh, I just um I just made a clay figure, so now I'm a clay figure." No. I just made a piece of pizza, so I'm a piece of pizza too. No. God is not the universe. He the universe is a creation of his. Um so for for people to say that why can't God be the universe? Because it's something he created and um, da, 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 da. no, yeah, it's something he created. That's about it. It, do, it doesn't weld any, any power to do and not do for you. There are things in the universe that has 
power and energy in itself but those are not things that we serve those are things that were put to be aided as an aid for us and some of us have created idols out of that out of those things and have begun worshiping them and giving these things more power than they necessarily deserve understand my dad your dad is not the universe he is god the highest power in the world not the universe he's not a thing he's not to something that can be tangible tangibly acquired like the universe is a tangible thing it is a substance it has substances in it physical substance the lord is pure energy um stop calling my dad universe period. Just because it sounds good and it's more comfortable for you to subdue to the universe and God, that means you can get to do what you want to do and then still call on God. It don't work that way. He's not listening. He's not listening. He says, put no other God before me. It's no such thing as God and the universe working simultaneously for your good. God don't need no help. He don't need no help and he tells you that. And if you get in relationship with him and him only, he will tell you that as well. So for my friends who think that God, our father, your dad, my dad is the universe. I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but uh, he's not. All right, friends. So anyway, let's talk. Let's talk tonight. Let's talk about sisterhood. Let's talk about women and friendships and um the the um things that encompass that the things that keep us from forming these most well-needed friendships and sisterhood so i was writing my email my devotional one of these days this week i can't remember and i was just pondering i just started writing i said i wonder why sometimes women we can be our own worst enemy. And I'm not talking about self and self. I'm talking about woman and woman. We can be our own worst enemy. Like we are in constant competition with each other. Like who got the best hair? Who had the man first? Who makes the most money? Who had his child first? Who hair is um longer than the other? Who got that hairstyle first? Who had them shoes first? We are in constant competition with, with each other. Who had a baby first? Who had a baby last? Who waited? Who went to college and who did not go to college? We are in constant competition. Who graduated on time and who didn't? We are in constant competition with one another, whether we wanted to admit it or not. And so I want to bring light to it because it's a part of my testimony. It is a part of my testimony. Now, I, I'm going to be the first to raise my hand and say I've been there. I've placed myself there for a majority of my life. I placed myself in competition with other women. I didn't want any extra female friends um, because of how sneaky they were towards me. And just I didn't want nobody who thought they was going to do and look and be better than me because I was going to be the one in charge, the one that's popping and all extra. I didn't want no new friends. And if anybody bought any new friends around me, I was not nice to them because they were not welcome because it was me. I was the one, <laughs> literally. And many, many, many times I enjoyed being in this con in this competition, excuse me, and I enjoyed winning. I enjoyed being the mean girl. I enjoyed being on top in my mind. 
on top. Um, but the real question is, was I really winning? What did I win? Was I really winning anything? Is there ever really a winner in these types of competitions? Why and why was it so pressing for for me to or and not just me? I'm saying me because this is my testimony that I'm using to share this message to to, to display what I'm trying to um, convey. But but was I really winning? Was there ever really a winner in this type of situation? So let's go to the good book and see what the Bible shows and tells us about these things. So the Bible shares a few sprawls and brawls between women. So first there was Sarah and Hagar in Genesis 16. And then there was Rachel and Leah in Genesis 30. Those are just two stories that I'm going to show. So first let's talk about Hagar and Sarah. So Sarah could not bear children for her for her husband Abraham so her big idea was to have her servant come in and have sex with Abraham have a baby and she thought everything was gonna be goo goo gaga so the baby came out and Hagar started treating Sarah like you ain't nothing because I had a son and you can't have no children da -da 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 -da. she was real in her face you know trying to one-up her because Sarah couldn't have children she could Sarah got mad and um, started treating Hagar poorly, um, went to Abraham complaining. Abraham was like, listen, that's your servant. I just did what you told, what you asked me to do. So that's your servant. You handle it. Sarah's response was to treat her poorly. Hagar ran away. The Lord went to Hagar, spoke some sense into her, and Hagar came back to finish serving um, Sarah. So in that story, you see those two women competing against each other. Haggai, oh, I had a child and you can't have a child. Da, 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 coming all out of pocket. Excuse me, ma'am, you're my servant. But because you think you, you, you're you better than me, now we in competition to see who's going to have the most babies. Or see who can and cannot have babies. Now you're trying to put me down, Sarah. You're trying to put me down and tell me I'm worthless and this and that because I can't have kids right now. Then we go to Rachel and Leah. Rachel and Leah were sisters who both ended up marrying Isaac. And um, Rachel became jealous of her sister because her sister was having kids and she could not. Rachel told her husband, I need to have kids or I'm going to die. So all her value, all her worth was placed into her being able to have kids whether or not she was able to have kids. And so her and her sister had this back and forth, back and forth quarrel about having kids and they used their servants to have kids for them. And it was a mess competition. Those were sisters. They were born from the same body meant to aid each other, to be a support from each other, a support of each other, but because they wanted to one was loved and one wasn't and jealousy got into the picture they started to squall and and competition and having the most babies it all came in and clouded everything and messed up everything instead of supporting and building each other throughout both of their trying times they decided to war against each other and that created nothing but mess see as a woman the only other person on earth that could help support me or you best is another woman because we share life experiences. 
For example, you can't go to a man and ask him for pregnancy advice because a man cannot bear a child. A man has testosterone. We have estrogen. See, a man will feel completely different about a situation versus what a woman would feel. So going to a man about um, feelings and um, expressions and stuff will be basically turmoil because you're not getting sound advice because he doesn't share your same experiences a woman does because we're built the same our anatomy is the same we think the same way and so we have a connection with these sisters that we could use to help build each other up versus tearing each other down because if we spend that much time beating each other up, we're actually hurting ourselves, not the other person. Because her testimony could be my help. That girl's testimony that you're looking at with envy could be the very help you need to push you out of whatever mess that you're in today. We got to let go of that envy and jealous spirit. The Lord made us in his image and likeness. If we put ourselves up against one another on a pedestal that we created, a throne that we created ourselves, guess where we find ourselves in a wicked place, in a wicked place of idol worship. God said, place no one before me. So if you're so focused on fixing yourself a certain way so that you could be better than her and better than that group of girls, where is your eyesight on God? You don't put what that person got going on on such a high pedestal and fixing yourself up on your throne. You done made an idol out of yourself. And you done made an idol out of envy and jealousy. And the Lord is not pleased with that. He said, place no one above me. We have to keep our eyes on what God has asked us to do. His character, which is to love one another. Forgetting God and being so focused on ourselves and how to upstage our sister is damaging to God's creation. He, God is not a God is not an envious person. He's not envious of the things that we have on earth. He's not envious of all these other little deities and demons going around trying to do this, this, and that. Why? Because he knows who he is. And if you knew who you are, which is a child of God, you wouldn't be worried about what she has going on and how you can do better than her you'll be worried about how to get connected to her so that she can help you get to where she is so if we're putting each other's down like i said we're putting each other's down and trying to upstage our sister we're damaging god's creation and that is you and i we are damaging ourselves your sister is not your enemy she's your help your sister is not your enemy she's your help and then let me say this if you have women in your life and you're just used to women um doing you wrong or being conniving and sneaky and whatever first of all you gotta forgive them and move on you gotta forgive them 
Give it to God and move on. Everybody is not going to treat you the same way. Everybody is not a mean, hurtful, nasty person. So you have to forgive them and give it to God. So in light of all of this, let's come together right now as we're closing this message and let's send up a prayer for unity because we really got to overcome this spirit of envy and jealousy because it's doing nothing but damaging us personally. So let's bow our heads and let me pray over you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for all that you have done and all that you are going to do, God. Today, God, I stand and come in prayer in agreement with the individual viewing this video for healing in our sisterhood, God, that we find a sacred place in you called unity. Help us forgive any wrong another sister has done to us and fill the hole that wound has made with love and compassion, God. Connect us with other women who understand and value the purpose of unity so that we may use a word, use your word and our testimony to bring more sisters together. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. God, I thank you for doing it. And it is so. Let's wrap up this message with the with this. I just want to say thank you for listening. Take a moment and share this message with a friend. Make sure you guys stay rooted in love and forgiveness. Our sisterhood is too valuable and it's too precious to let go of. You do not have to be a part of a sorority to find sisterhood in anyone. It is all about oneness and unity, okay? Be honest, be loyal to your sister and value everything that each of you bring to the table. My name is Naquandra. This is Talk About It Thursday, and we just got into it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Hit the bell on every platform that you're listening on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Hit the bell so you can be notified when there is a new message uploaded. I pray to God this blessed you and encouraged you, gave you insight about our sacred sisterhood. I thank you so much. You have a wonderful night.